Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. We watch this trash so you don't oh, have what to. Is that? What is that? <laughs> Ashley, there are new listeners on this show. They're going to think that that's what we say in the beginning. That's not what we say. Maybe we're bringing it back. Folks, if you're new to the show because you found us because we're recapping the challenge season 34, War of the Worlds 2, well... Listen, we usually have uh, we, uh, uh, an intro where I go, hi, uh, welcome to Reality the Blows. The intro you just heard. Yeah, the, you know the thing you just heard? <laughs> That's but, our regular intro. Folks, we also used to have a part of the intro where we would say, we watch this trash so you don't have to, but you can if you want to. Yep. That was a throwback. And we went back and forth and back and forth, weeks of deciding whether or not it felt forced. And then about, I don't know, three or four months ago, we were like, that's it. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. I just I just sprung it on you. Why? I don't know. I thought it'd be fun. Shake it up a little bit. Keep oh, you on your toes. Ashley, you know I lost my feet in the war. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> well, listen, we do watch reality TV and we also talk about our own lives. And uh, honestly, all we're trying to do right now is survive. It's the end of the goddamn summer. You're listening to this. It's probably fucking Labor Day. Why aren't you at a a party or something? And congrats to us. I'll say it. Congrats to us. We always put out uh, podcast episodes. We always put out shit. (laughs) We always put out podcast episodes on holidays. Other podcasts you listen to, they take breaks. Yeah, I Not think us. we chose to drop on Mondays, and Mondays end up being like they tag a lot of three-day weekend holidays on Mondays. Oh, yeah. So we end up having to do a lot of episodes that happen um, a couple days before a holiday and drop mm-hmm. on a holiday like today. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're recording this on Sunday. And uh, we don't know. Are people out there listening to it? Tell us whether or not you would like us to drop a podcast the day after a holiday. You know what? Is that, is that important to you that this comes out on Tuesday and not on Monday? Or are you like me? A person who doesn't give a shit about Labor Day and is like doesn't give a shit about President's Day and is like, yeah, I still want to listen to my podcast that I like because that's what I feel like most people are like. I had um, I listened to a podcast that comes out on Monday and Thursday. OK, it's called Brain Candy. It's with uh, Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. Hey, that's in the reality universe. Mm-hmm. You know, you know them from the real world, the real um, challenge and the road rules. Well, you actually know them from the real world, road rules and the real world, road, road rules, rules challenge versus. Yeah. So they, I feel like I'm selling them their podcast out a little bit here, but they did not release an episode on July 4th. What, Ash? You heard me. You're telling me you didn't want to sit in a dark room and listen to them talk about Well, uh, July 4th, I was all alone, if you'll remember. You know, I was teaching at Sarah Lawrence College, Aww. and I had planned on this big day with them. I was going to pop in the podcast and do all my Sarah Lawrence stuff, and they didn't release an app, and then no explanation. For some reason, we've decided that we can't let you down ever. And I think maybe there's been an episode that we dropped at like 10 p.m. on a Monday because we couldn't get it together out of the, I don't know, what, this is episode... This has gone on too long. I feel bad. We're continuing eight. to talk about don't this. Don't get self-conscious about what we're doing here, Ash. This is a podcast we are putting out on Labor Day. Do you understand? <laughs> we don't get paid for this thing. We've just been talking it's about Labor it too long. Day. I don't care. We have nothing else to talk about. We have a lot. We have a list. We wrote out a list before we started recording. All right, fine. Hit the list. Okay, first things up. We are back in New York after being on vacation for a week. Yes, we figured out who we are. We figured out what we wanted while we were on vacation. We got that sliver of a peace of mind. Now, were we able to maintain it since we've been back in the city? Nick, 
How you doing? Um, here's the thing. I was working every day, every good day that you could work all summer long. Um, Monday through Friday. It's the only time we work Monday through Friday is in the summer. Yeah. And it immediately ended. And as soon as it ended, we start, we went on a vacation. And so I don't know how one lives in the summer enjoying their neighborhood. I know one thing that when we came home, I expected to have running water in my home. And I didn't. Yeah, that's been an issue. The entire week that we've been back, they tore up our street and they're changing the water mains out. And we just hadn't have water. We didn't have water from like 7 p.m. to like 7 a.m. to like 8 p.m. every night. Yeah. And then one night, it never came back on at all. Wednesday night. Nick was, uh, he had worked out. He had to take a little bath and he had to to take a shower with a jug of water in the bathtub like an old timey coal miner. All right. First of all, (laughs) a couple things about this. We noticed that around 7.30, you would turn the faucets on. There'd be a trickle, and that means that the rush is coming, folks. You're going to get that sweet, sweet water. And so when I see that, I go, okay, good. I can go to the gym, and I can come home and take a shower, okay? Because I'm not like uh, some uh, weirdo who can't, who doesn't take a shower after the gym. It has to happen. Because he sweats a lot. I sweat a lot. Yeah, but like... I hope I'm not blowing up your spot, Ashley. Sometimes Ashley will come back from the gym, and she'll be like, I'll shower later, and I'm like, what? I don't sweat. I'm walking at the gym watching YouTube videos. It is strange. You don't smell. Yeah. Which is weird. I just went on a walk. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) Anyway, so I do that. I test the water. It's kind of trickling. I go, great. I come home. Ashley had come home prior to me, and she's like, yo, dog, water ain't on. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I get home. The water isn't on. I wait another hour. I do something that I never thought that I'd ever do. I called 311 and I complained to the city, folks. This is big, people. And what they did was help me, which was like, I couldn't believe. That blew my mind. Yeah, they were really invested in our case. And Nick, like, thought he was being, like, punked or something. I I didn't think I was being punked, but I was thrown for a loop on on New York City getting back to you. So I call 311. This guy, this very New York guy, was like, hey, yeah, you want to make a complaint? And I was like, ah, I don't know. It's like, I, I literally told the guy, I go, it's New York. What, what's going to happen? He's like, well, you make a complaint, and then they'll address it, and then your problem will probably be solved quick, <laughs> quicker. And I was like, is that is that really how it's going to work? And he's like, eh, couldn't hurt. So he writes out all my stuff. He complains to like the um, environmental whatever, whoever's working on our water. And 45 minutes, he's like, yeah, they're supposed to give you either email you an update or give you um, a phone call. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Hang the phone up. I'm like, that's never going to happen. Get me the jug of water. So now I'm in the fucking shower, like pouring water on my fucking chest and like using a washcloth, <laughs> using a washcloth or yeah. whatever. A whistle and a tune. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like a hobo. <laughs> and then uh, whatever. Felt horrible about that. Let I get out of the shower. I get a phone call from a New York number. It's like 9 p.m. I pick up the phone and it's this woman. She's like. I'm like, hello? She's like, hey, yeah, uh, did you uh, make uh, a complaint? And I'm like, uh, huh? A complaint? Did you make a complaint? I go, oh, yeah, yeah, our, our water isn't on yet. Um, uh, I'm, it's 9 p.m. They usually turn it on by, like, 7. I want to know if it was going to come on. She goes, who turned your water off? And I'm like, what? Um, I, they're working on the mains out front, so they turn it off every night, but normally it comes on. It's not on yet. She's like, Oh, uh, uh, all right. You, you hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this out. Click. And I was like, who did I just speak to? <laughs> it's just like um, the aunt of all New Yorkers. Yeah. Like, didn't tell me she was from what 
if she was from 311, if she was from the environmental whatever, whatever place. And uh, but she just seemed like a really pissed off person who had just like found out that her son like didn't make the basketball team or something and it wasn't his fault like did it seem like a personal matter to her that's great and when i told her just that that like i was like yeah my uh somebody there our water is off and it hasn't come back oh, what who turned your water off like, she was appalled by it yeah and i was like oh wow and then like um about 20 minutes later the water came gushing on and it was like, great. We actually watched the challenge that night. So I was yeah. like, great, we'll watch the challenge. I'll take a shower. I get a phone call from a third gentleman with another funny New York voice. He's like, hey, uh, uh, this is from the invite. Uh, you guys got water yet? And I'm like, yes, we got water. He's like, all right, good, good, good. Call back if you don't got water. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> click. I'm like, who is this? I feel like I'm in like an All in the Family episode where like, uh, what's his name? Uh, feels like he he's actually loved by his town. You know, he feels like I felt like my heart grew three sizes that day. Then I immediately go to the back to go take a shower. The water's not on. Now, that's the only problem. It eventually <laughs> turned off again while we were watching our 90 minutes of the challenge. And I did not shower that night, folks. But, hey, people love me out there. I will say that uh, people listening to this podcast probably don't know what 311 is. You know, like you don't have 311 everywhere. And if you yeah. don't live in New York City, you should know that 311 is a number you call and they really just fix all your problems. It's like a city hotline. Like you call, you can complain about anything. You can get advice about anything. You can ask about parking. Um, I've I've always had good experiences with 311. One time someone kept leaving guinea pigs in our apartment building and I finally called 311 and was like, just like, what do I do? Should I call the police? And the 311 person was like, listen, to be honest, the police aren't going to come for abandoned animals. Like, they'll just make you wait for eight hours. I wouldn't call the police. I would go to one of these three places. Like, they, they coached me through what to do with these abandoned animals. It's just like, people at 311 care. It is odd that because the, the and guy, all cities should have them. The, I, I'm sure that there is some sort of service that you can call in every big city. It may just we not had four one one in North well, Carolina, and that was information. That was yeah, three one one is just a catch all for like ah, what do I do? I stepped on a nail. Go get a tetanus shot, sir. Well, honestly, I call three one one every other day because I'm trying to figure. Really, the primary function of three one one, and they know it because it's the first thing that happens before you get an operator. There's a a robot tells you whether or not alternate side of the street um parking uh cleaning yeah and parking is canceled yeah so if you don't know about new york city um if you have a car for the most part uh i would say the one percent has a parking lot yeah and the rest of the people that are dumb enough to own a car in new york city have to move their car every other day to the opposite side of the street for an hour and a half window so, so that this giant machine can come down and uh, quote unquote yeah air quotes sweep the street it really just kicks up a dust cloud that you inhale as you walk by and get it all over your face and body. And that's why I'm trying to enlist the cast of Stomp to come over to our neighborhood and actually sweep the streets because they use a lot of brooms in that show. If you've never seen Stomp, okay, they're, they're usually uh, tapping around and doing some tap dances and actually slamming the brooms on the ground and making cool drum beats. That is incredible to see. Can you imagine if those are the ones who are cleaning New York City streets? At least down Broadway, Ash. I'd love Don't it. Don't you think Stomp should sweep the streets on Broadway yeah. at, at 6 p.m. every night? Yeah. It's kind of like Disney when they do their annual parade every night. Yeah, anyway. 
anyway, new cast out there. That's an aside, but I will say that uh, thank you three one one, and thank you to all of the fun accents that I got to hear that day. I feel like I got a Staten Island, a Queens, and a Brooklyn all in one night, and that's wow, all a boy like those me can are dream your top for. Three. Uh, yes, I I I like the Queens accent. I I like the Brooklyn accent. I really do like Long Island Jersey accents too. Uh, Staten Island can be That's put your in there people. too. Those are those are the folks that I enjoy listening to. I'll tell you what. Every now and then, I call the State Employees Credit Union Bank in North Carolina just to hear that nice twang. What how's, how's that sound? Hello, thank you for calling North Carolina State Employees Credit <laughs> Union. If you would like to talk to an operator, please plus three. If you would like to uh, look at your statement balance, press one now. For all other inquiries, please stay on the line. Wow, you really know all of that. Yeah, it's a little automated message. Sometimes people, they call me and then they um, we chat. <laughs> on 311, it's the robot that goes like this. Thank you for calling 311. If this is an emergency, hang up. And call nine one one, which I like the idea of somebody yeah. calling three one one and uh, I just got shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, you're not calling. No, no, I want to know if I have to move my car in the morning. <laughs> it's more important. Um. Anyway, yes, that's our, our little uh, trials and tribulations of New York. So my getting back into the New York mindset, I really felt like so strong. I felt so with it mentally after vacation. I was like, I figured it out. I figured out what's important to me. I'm not going to be distracted, okay? No longer going to be distracted by these things that, that don't matter, these status, these uh, achievements, these, these stressors that I'm piling on myself. I was reading a lot of philosophy while we were on vacation, okay? I'm like, all that matters is like my love and my friends and uh, pursuing creative endeavors, really feeling great about that, get right back into New York, right at the beginning of the commercial um, rush season where everyone is getting ready for commercials that will film for the holiday season. Yeah, they're all coming all up. squeeze all that money out of you guys. They're yeah. all coming up. They're all going to be filmed in September and October and rolled out in November and December. So it's just like we got back in town and I immediately had three auditions. And I was like, ah, geez, here we go. I can feel it. Got to maintain that peace of mind. And I did for the first part of the week. I feel like I was pretty strong. But by the end of the week, I was like, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to be, I don't want to have anything else to do with this anymore. I think I just got, now I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm flip-flopping. I'm a commercial actress flip-flopper because um, I will say that I don't want to do it anymore. And then I will be like, well, you know, might hit it big. You might hit it big. I'll be honest. I hope none of Ashley's agents are listening. Ashley hates to go on commercial auditions. She really doesn't do. like, it's one of those things where, you, I mean, you probably just explained that, but I'm going to reiterate it's a love-hate thing, Ash. It's love-hate, Because you're yeah. like, if you don't get them, you're like, how come I'm not getting commercial auditions? Like, what the fuck? Like, do people not like me anymore? And then sometimes you get them and you're like, I don't want to do this. I hate this shit. I mean, that's the world we live in, basically. But um, I always find it fascinating. I I've only gone on a couple of commercial auditions, and Ashley's been going on like for a month for like the entire time I've known her. So she has a lot more experience than I do in this. I always find it fascinating um, the copy that they have you read and like what they think of you based on what you're selling and who you are in the commercial. Yeah, it is weird. Who are you in these commercials? Like what now now that you've done this long enough, what is your type? I am the woman that's reacting. 
usually a mom that's reacting facially, or sometimes I am like um, a ball buster. Like they, oh. mm-hmm, they have me coming in being like, you can't do that here. <laughs> hey, you know? wait a minute. That's yeah. what you do to me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'll say that I got uh, a callback for an eBay commercial last week, which was... Oh, it's interesting eBay's a thing still. It's still a thing. And it's interesting that they have commercials because I thought it was all like user-generated um, content. I didn't think that they would have a commercial, but I guess they do. And that that role was for a clueless uh, manager who keeps telling her employee to turn up the volume uh, on a holiday song. And the employee's getting annoyed. But the manager's like, come on, turn it up. Get in the spirit. You know, it's just like a lot of fit. But it was all facial stuff. So it's like across the room. Yeah. I have to be like excited. Like, turn it up. Pump up the music. Yeah, pump it up. And so in these commercials, are you paired with like a random person? Yeah. Who's also auditioning for the other role yeah have you do you ever get paired with somebody who was like the worst actor you've ever seen or making choices that you're like are you trying to get us killed like yeah uh uh-huh what uh, not trying to get us killed but like this week in particular there was a best buy commercial and um i don't even know if i'm allowed to say any of this god damn it (laughs) we've said so many horrible things on this podcast but the way that it worked was that it was a family getting their picture taken like their holiday picture so i was the wife i had a husband and then um but the wife and the husband are talking about what they want to buy in the holiday season while they're getting their picture taken so the 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 whole like the humor of this, because all commercials are trying to be funny now, they're all like little sketches. The humor is supposed to be that we are talking through our teeth, like so that we're holding our smiles and saying things like, "We can't get that right now, honey." The wife is saying, um, "I really want to get the family a big screen TV," and then the husband is like, "That's not in our budget," but we're talking with our, you know, our mouths uh, frozen. So then the the scene um, evolves to the camera expanding, and you. you you realizing that there's a Best Buy um, employee with us getting our picture taken who lets us know that there are all these sweet deals, right? That um, we so can afford it. So the picture pans out and we know we see the full picture and there's a Best Buy employee. In there. Yeah, mm-hmm. who's like kind of like with our family yeah. but is not in our family yeah. is in a Best Boy, Best Buy, um, Best Boy. A- Best Boy <laughs> outfit. But the actor that we were paired with for the Best Buy employee could not talk with his mouth closed. He couldn't do it. So we took like five takes. And then finally the um, casting agent was like, okay, uh, thanks guys. And everyone left and he was like, I'm so sorry. Like they tried to get him to do it so many different ways, but every time this is what he would do, Nick, and you're going to have to explain to the people listening what he would do. He'd be like, don't worry about that. Come down to Best Buy. We have deals. And then, <laughs> so what Ashley's doing is just talking normally and not not through grit, gritted teeth. So then the the casting director was like, "Just try and keep your mouth closed, okay?" So now I'm going to try it again. Okay. okay. Could you keep your mouth closed? Actually, uh, yeah. So like a frozen smile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Come down to Best Buy. We have the best deals. <laughs> <laughs> now the teeth are gritted, but the mouth, the lips are moving like crazy. They're like, okay, try and not move the lips, okay? Okay, could you not move those lips, actually? Come down the Best Buy where we have the best deal. 
now Ashley is talking like she's playing like an old grandpa in a play covering her teeth up. So basically when Orion, everybody got penalized for it yeah. because you were in that group. Yep. And is that that can just happen at any moment in, in commercial audition. Totally. Where people are like, I'm going to write this entire group off because honestly, we've seen 500 people. We're seeing 500 more. Yeah. We can probably do without this group. Yeah. And sometimes I worry that I might be the one getting us written off because I just stroll into commercial auditions, especially at this point where I'm like, I I will knock this out of the park if you hire me. I'm perfect for this. I'm going to look good on camera. I know what I'm doing. Just freaking hire me. And so I come in with that attitude where it's just like a little bit too relaxed and too confident. You know, sometimes I'll say that. And then I'll be paired with an actor that's like, hello, I trained on Broadway and I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. And hello. and they're just like overdoing it. And I think they're looking at me like, why isn't this bitch stepping up to the ass kissing game? Yeah. you're, And you're basically like, because I don't love this like you love this. Yeah. And I have a different, I have a true skill in entertainment and you are faking it. I'm sorry. I have something against actual actors. Actors need to have a other tangible skill, in my opinion. Or uh, to me, it just feels like how could you live your life just playing the lottery in this way? I, I understand you're being tra- you're being trained to be an actor, and that's great. But your entire career comes down to auditions, and you don't have any skill. Learn how to make the fire. If you're on naked and afraid, what are you bringing to the table? I know how to stand naked in a really nice way. It's like, yeah, but we're all doing that. You need something else. Can you? Build a fire. Do you know how to weave build a, a hat? Ho- weave a hat. Do something for us. Yeah, that's. I'm walking in there like I'm a stand-up comedian. Yeah, it's like I, I, and then I, I'm clearly people want stand-up comedians to be actors. So yeah. that's why I'm here. I'm here. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. I can read this copy. Yeah. I look a specific way. I'm not. I'm not stressed about this. I'll either get it or I won't. Yes. Whereas an actor's like, I have to get this. this is my dream. You know, this is everything coming true. It's yeah. we're just coming at it from two different points of view. I mean, it seems like it's tough out there, kid. I mean, I think I watched, I probably t- talked about my, that the last time I was asked to do an audition was that time I got that phone call where the woman, the British woman on the oh, phone, yeah. I already talked about that, <laughs> I think. But Just sum it up real quick. Basically, a woman on the phone, I re- this is me really think I was being pranked. <laughs> she was like, until they sent me the email, and I was like, oh, this is real. She was like, "Hello, hello. Um, listen, uh, we want you to come in and read for this, um, uh, uh this uh, <laughs> a campaign, and it, it's for Clorox, and it's about a, a man whose a wife leaves for the uh, weekend, and uh, he decides to to uh to go mow the lawn, and 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 he kick, and w- w- it picks up when when he comes back into the house, and he's just." fat and gross and hairy and then he's sweaty and he takes his shirt off and he and he lays on the couch and he gets his fat hairy body all over the couch and it's all dirty and then it's uh, the the socks come off and the feet are there and they smell and they're gross and (laughs) that's you like that was basically the audition yeah and i was laughing out loud while this woman with her i remember i was driving to new jersey and you were in the passenger seat getting this i couldn't believe how funny this was and i was like i'm being this is a fucking friend yeah um and it wasn't i got like the they gave me like the blueprints of the of uh, like the de- uh, a drawn out depiction yeah. of what it was it was a the fat breakdown. man it's a fat man with down. stink lines coming off of him yeah <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> awful yeah um anyway uh if the, it feels like there's tension between me and ashley I, I don't want you guys the blowhards to be affected by it but we're going through some shit right now and I what don't are we going through? Oh, you don't know? No. 
You fucking cheated on me? Oh, yeah. You do know. What? What am I going to say? Because she looked at me like, oh, yeah, like as if she actually cheated on me for real. And I'm I'm kidding. What are you about to admit to me? I went and played mini golf with someone I, that's else. That's what I was saying. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we, went, we played mini golf a couple yeah. times on vacation. We're in a real mini golf mood. My friend Natasha, uh, past guest of the show, she wanted to, we were planning a day together. We talked about maybe just going to Prospect Park, walking around. I thought, hell, let me keep riding this mini golf wave. Let's see if there's mini golf in the city there is in Tribeca so I was like let's go freaking mini golf on Pier 35 you're right you're looking over the uh the water looking over at the New Jersey shore is that count as a New Jersey shore sure and um we went and played mini golf and you know what Nick it was not fun yeah because I wasn't there no because there were so many freaking tourists and a lot of bratty children and tired moms and it was backed up it wasn't like the luxurious North Carolina mini golf sorry so I'm first of all I'm pissed why okay. are you so pissed about this because we mini golf no I can mini golf with other people you may not I can no that's one of my things you can't that's a deal breaker yes what are your other deal breakers don't speak to anybody except me <laughs> <laughs> only be my friend um it's a very healthy relationship yeah. we're in. oh come on listen you just want me to play mini golf so that this ongoing mini golf feud between the two of us i just don't like the fact that you're getting reps in when i'm not around the fact of the matter is is that i wanted to play mini golf because i wanted to just beat someone easily okay and that's why i suggested it with natasha you're a challenge the stakes are too high with you you know what i mean <laughs> like you and i are are tied up mini golf you win i win you win i win it's and it's more like, like i win i win i win you win i win you win i win how dare are you you and I'm just telling you revisionist history listeners revisionist history <laughs> a man gets to write history don't you forget that and Listen. a woman gets to write her story and we don't complain about that shit at all how dare you <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to go up against mini golf with someone where I could just enjoy it do you know what I mean what the f- what is that supposed to mean you don't enjoy mini golf with me no because I'm thinking about how I gotta freaking beat you you weren't thinking about that with Natasha no because I knew I was gonna beat her and did you yeah was she good at all? She was okay. She, she got wasn't. a hole in one. What? Yeah. We both got a hole in one. How did you both get a hole in one? I just worked out that way. What was the theme of the mini golf course? I don't know. Tourist. So there was no, they didn't have any fun theme. It wasn't like, oh, New York City. Look at that. We're, we're putting through the legs of the Empire State Building. No, they really <laughs> let the ball drop on putting a theme together. It was just your classic, like, jungle-ish situation. Uh, you go under they... a cave. So many jungle into situations. into a cave. A waterfall. There's there, like a river. There should be an ice one where you're Ooh, like that's a, good. An ice caps and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I like What's that. Going on? I like the idea of a tiny New York City that you're mini golfing through that's genius yeah you know what if new york city wasn't just completely owned by corporations some like small business owner would have made that yeah i'm gonna one day i'm gonna buy new york city and put this mini golf yeah i think you should um should we break here and come back and talk about what we wasted our uh (laughs) week watching i think so i don't think we wasted it actually i think we went back and forth on things i'm very we'll see we'll see i'm interested to hear how ashley ultimately feels about it i personally don't think i wasted any time i'll say that i hated it that's not 100 uh, to be continued we'll we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about it because uh when we after we take a break we're going to come back we're going to talk about a very 
different show than we normally watch. Not really. Actually, it's it's kind of similar, but different because it's children. It's a show called L.A. Story. All right, folks, where do I see this? I've never heard of that before, you say. Well, Hulu, folks. If you have Hulu, there's two seasons for you to rip through. Six episodes a season, about 22 minutes an episode. It originally came off of something called Awesomeness TV, which I believe was a YouTube channel or a website. And they bought it for Hulu. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but we found it. And it's basically like a Vanderpump Rules if it was 17-year-olds. Like, it's that style, except they don't work anywhere. And we're going to talk about it. But if you want to catch up and watch the three hours of TV, pause here. Go ahead and watch that shit. When we come back, we're going to talk about it. But as you know, you don't need to see this shit to enjoy what we're about to say. Because we're going to tell you all about it when we come back. Stick around. Folks, we're back. Hello. Uh, we are here to talk about L.A. Story. You can find that on Hulu. We watched the entire first season. It's six episodes, about 25 minutes an episode. Very doable. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you guys want to know what the show's about, well, it's your classic reality show about a group of friends who have some, uh, for some reason have dinner parties all the time and go on little mini vacations and they talk about the ins and outs of the relationship, the incestual uh, relationship uh, where dating and hooking up with your friend group over and over and over again. Guys, they're 17 years old. That's right. They're still in high school. Yeah, what? these are babies. These are little. They're uh, juniors and seniors. No, they're all juniors. They're all in the same grade. And, and then they go they're into going... senior year. But there was a couple of friends I thought that they had that were seniors. No. no. Everybody that's in this main cast is all talking about how they're going into their. This is the basically it starts in the summer yeah. between junior and senior year in their high school. And they live in L.A. These are very rich kids who come from good, stable homes. And I know that they come from good, stable homes because they um, are not wild animals. They are behaving. They, um, They seem to just be like little wholesome kids. They're not drinking they're not as far as we can tell they're never drinking this is the thing that this is bullshit when you watch the hills okay when you watch laguna beach you can tell that those kids are drunk with these la story kids they're like they're caught up in like very aren't they 21 on the like at least over 18 on the hills laguna beach yeah i think they're over 18 what about when they were in high school what was that freaking show called Laguna Beach was the first one. The Hills was the second one. The Laguna City Beach, was the third. Laguna Beach, they were in high school, and they were drunk. They were always drinking out of red cups. They were clearly drunk. Um, on th- this show, these are just like goody, goody, goody kids. No, I think it's because this is awesomeness TV. It's made for children. And I think that uh, it... I believe that they were very, very, the people who are making the show were very, uh, they're like no drinking on this show at all and do not talk about having sex, underage sex and under, because all of this talking about hooking up, oh, uh, he got his hooks in her and then, and then I heard, you don't even like follow him, follow her back on Instagram and it's like, are they talking about kissing Ash? Be honest. We'll, we'll start talking about are. people I here. Don't Dylan? I don't think not they're talking Dylan. about sex. Bradley? I don't think they're talking about sex. Bradley's also, not fucking? We can't just jump into Bradley without like telling this audience, and that means our listeners, a little bit more about what's going on here. This is a show about nothing. 
Okay, this is Wait literally a Seinfeld. This is a literally this is a show about teenage nothingness. I've I've never been so bored by a show in my freaking life. I want to know where Nick found this show and why he insisted we watch this. I'll when tell I'm you, looking for shows for us to watch, I didn't want you to jump in oh, right then. Oh, I thought you. <laughs> but right. go for it. You already started. When I'm looking for shows for us to watch, I will go to our because I don't want to get hooked into something that's airing at the moment because then it's like, oh, should we watch the latest? episode so i often like to dig and find these weird shows i also feel like that separates us not to pull the curtain back too much from other shows that really talk about like the bachelorette and things that are happening at the moment and you have to be up to date and all that stuff we already do that with one show it's the challenge and we recap it every on check every thursday baby for our recaps yeah 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 uh but sorry shameless plug um but uh i like to find these weird ones because there's so much other stuff and i kind of feel like it's better for people who aren't watching all these things to just hear us talk about some bullshit show that was on at this time and this fell right into that and i found it on hulu guys if i sound heated at all about this show it's because i really hated it um it was uh, let me finish nick don't jump in i really hated it it's um 22 minutes every episode nothing would happen i mean you're watching these teenagers struggle to make conversation. None of them have anything to say. They all seem like dumb losers. I'm not. They seem so cool. They do seem like popular kids. Yeah. But as an adult looking at the popular kids, I'm like, these are dumb losers. But then the reason why I'm upset is because something happened and I don't fully understand it. Say it. About halfway through. Say it, Ash. I started to like the show. Yeah, that's right. Ah, it fuck. got it got their hooks in you. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I mean, last night when we finished season one, I was like, let's start season two, baby. You did want to jump right into season two, and I was like, let's not. I yet. don't know. I'm go- I want us to figure out the switch. Why did I switch? I hated this. When we watched this on vacation, I was like upset with you. I was like, you spent our time, our vacation you time. You did get upset with us. Having us watch Me. this show. Life is short. You get three billion heartbeats in a uh, lifetime, yeah, and I'm we not... just wasted what all those heartbeats on this show. Yeah, I'm like thinking about things in very intense existential terms because I'm on vacation, and then I I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Tell me, you got invested in it like every other goddamn thing I show you. No, that's not true. You're always you always don't want to get involved in this stuff, and then you see like a half hour of it, and you're like, let's watch the next one. That's not true. That's what you do. And, what happened and, to Vanderpump? You've never successfully got me into Vanderpump. Are you fucking kidding me? I watched the reunion. Yeah, we watched a three part reunion, and you were hooked. Nah. And you're gonna watch the next season with me. Nope. Yes, you are because you loved it, and you it's never, a quality show. You've never gotten me into the Housewives. Yes, I have. You've tried. I showed you. We we watched the uh, first couple episodes of Atlanta, and you loved it. The only thing you've gotten me in, I loved it. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't get into no, it you like did. I have gotten into LA Story. You did. I mean, honestly, Ash, it's just because this is. Uh, there's a reason why we do this podcast is because this stuff is candy, baby. This is candy. And candy tastes good. But this show has no substance. Yes, it does. And so I'm angry about why I don't like it. There's nothing happening, Nick. It's just hot, semi-hot people and ugly Actually, people. these are underage people. <laughs> we watched many 18-year-old birthdays on this season. That's true. But there is one girl who looks like she's 26. Kate. And she's clearly the hottest person in the cast. None of the girls like her. And she is struggling on this show to have, like, I don't know, a storyline that's not Bradley. So, okay, so basically it's a group of friends and the show 
is spearheaded by a girl named Caitlin. Caitlin, um, she does the intro, and, and the intro basically says something like, Hi, my name is Caitlin, and all of my friends are really, really cool. We've all and known each all, other since fifth grade. And and we're now uh, juniors. We're going into senior year, and we live in L.A., and we are also privileged. And although that may sound crazy, this is my life, and I like to enjoy it. Check out L.A. Story. Check out our L.A. Story. Yeah. And that's why this is our L.A. Story. And they actually do mention... Um, not being funny but they're in the intro they're like we may look privileged but this is our lives yeah and it's just like okay <laughs> that's yeah. odd um and yes they do look pr- privileged they take trips to ojai out of nowhere not they a parent to be seen a one of the kids his family has like a private vip booth at the horse races that yes. he brings them all Jackson, to one day yes. yeah and they all eat a ton of food and take a bunch of pictures. And it seems like some of them are smoking cigars. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. That was the one episode where I'm like, are they all drinking? Yeah. Because they there seem like they're drinking. There were some champagne bottles being popped. But also, I saw champagne bottles being popped on the last episode. And then in a blurry corner, I saw Martinelli's bottle. Oh. I, I feel like they got just very, they, it was, they were very, being very safe, the yeah. producers of this show. There is no attachment. Like, you know, normally, like, if it's, like, a Real Housewives, they were like, well, why are we following these people around? And it's like, oh, well, she's actually the wife of the guy who is the coach of the, you know, the the Warriors or something. Like, yeah, you know there's what a I mean? reason. Like, there's a team, like, the wife of a team, like, very wealthy because uh, they are a public figure. Or if in Beverly Hills' case, a lot of these people were, like, actresses or, like, cousins of uh, aunts and uncles of Paris Hilton. Well, I took like a deep dive trying to find out this. Pr- it's a produced and directed by a woman. Um, and I was like, she must be the mom or like the aunt right. of one of these kids. I could not find any family overlap. And I was saying she must be the mom or aunt of one of these kids because, yes, they're privileged, but they're not so privileged. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yes, they're like popular kids, but they're not like super standout Laguna Beach popular kids. It's like, how did they find these kids? They feel very like. They're, even though they have money, they feel s- sort of just like your rich kids that you went to high school with. Yeah, There's yeah. something very regular totally. about them. And the other thing is you go and you search on IMDb. So I'm starting to think it's like a lot of these, uh, the girls on this show, there's like two or three. Where I'm like, you guys look like models. So like maybe you're actresses and that's where it is. But the IMDb starts with L.A. Story and ends with L.A. Story. None of these kids have done anything. Yeah. And a lot of them have are scrubbed from the internet like after two like this this show was 2014 and by 2016 or 17 you can't find anything of these kids because they also every time one of the kids pops up they put their twitter handle underneath their name and then you best believe we're pausing that and searching up those twitter handles nothing deleted you can find one or two and and honestly like the stars on the show that still have twitter accounts yeah have a thousand twitter followers yeah it's okay it's, it's odd but before we began this podcast nick you don't know this but i found jamie on instagram jamie of course yeah the Jamie, yes, your high school crush slash the, you're the one you dislike the most. Explain well, your feelings around Jamie. Do it right now. Is it odd for me as a 32 year old <laughs> man to talk about this person who wasn't uh, 18 yet? Um, the, uh, I mean, don't sh- make it weird. It's only weird if you make it oh. weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? I won't make it weird then. Um, uh, no, I what I was gonna say was uh, the, she is a person who I 
did not like on this show. But then at the last episode, I asked Ashley, like, which one of these boys would have been the boy that you had a crush on when you were in high school? And Ashley picked. I can't remember who it was. And I asked her to guess on who mine was. And mine, she guessed wrong. And I said, actually, mine is Jamie. I was going to say Jamie. Jamie makes the most you sense said for Kate. you. You said Kate. I know. But I only said, I did not say Jamie because all season you've been talking about how much you hate Jamie. You right. hate this girl. Well, because I am. The 17-year-old girl, you hate her. <laughs> She's she's now like 22 or something. I can easily hate her. No, I would just because I went for a certain archetypal uh, girl, which was kind of like girl next door, always a brunette, zero personality. That's, That's who why I, always I thought you would for. like her. Yeah. And she f- fulfills that in this show. She's a brunette, very cute girl next door vibes. Literally nothing to talk about, has zero personality um, and is annoying. She keeps getting involved with men men boys on this show then in her interviews she'll say something like yeah i just don't know like where it might go with bradley like i'm i'm not too sure what her future is going to be like and then in the next episode you find out that she broke it off with that guy she did it with three guys in the in the matter of six shows yeah in the same friend group and all the guys are like crazy about her yeah and they're all like um and like the girls talk about her and they're like she's the kind of girl that changes a guy yeah she's the kind of girl that makes a guy straighten up you know now she is the cute the cutest girl on the show that everybody else on the show loves like all of the women on well, the, show, the women the love her because she's nice and she's not really a threat just right because she's a has a dud of a personality then you enter kate now kate enters the picture now kate is adult hot she is she She looks looks like like a 26 year old woman yes and all of the rest of the girls on the show seem to hate kate yeah they all hate kate they're always like why is kate doing that and kate's just like sitting there and they're like god i can't believe kate's flirting with like jordan and then you turn and it's like jordan flirting with kate everyone all the girls hate kate and it's because she's like adult hot she looks like a model but not only does she look like a model she's not like playing this like i'm just a sweet like girl kate like has you know she she's She's got attitude she's got attitude she's quick to be like that's stupid you know like i don't she's quick to defend herself or or she's quick to not like something it's hard to figure out what kate's deal is like jamie's flirtation game is very much like hi like yeah, you're really cool, and sh- we should do this. And okay, and I'm not too sure where things are going. And Kate's flirtation game is like, I don't want to do that, and like yeah. punch you in the shoulder type thing. Yeah, kind of you better like be a, nice to me. Yeah, like kind of attitude-y. There's an Kate's attitude. Got, Kate's and, got an edge. And people kind of like to. I'm telling you what, I think she's she's become my favorite character yeah, me on too. the show. Totally. And it's because of her tood. So those uh, we have, but oh, we didn't. Ahead. You didn't assess, You didn't respond. I found Jamie on Instagram. Oh right. So what's up with yeah. Jamie? What's okay. up with old what, Jamie? What? How many? Tw- how many followers do you think she has? I think she has three thousand followers. Ooh, interesting. She has, um, six thousand. Six thousand. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a lot more than I thought. And her Instagram is listed as a personal blog, and um, her saying is, <laughs> "If it costs you your peace." It's too expensive. That's her saying. And would you say that she's grown into her looks? I will say she <laughs> kind of looks the same, actually. Yeah. She looks the same. She is, um, she, she's in college. Do you want to guess where she, what college she's in? NYU. No. Uh, UCLA. You'll never guess it. She's in Arizona. Arizona In the State. School of Nursing. 
Oh. Lots of, and she's in a sorority and lots of pictures with her and her fellow nurse, school of nurses, uh, students and scrubs. Any, uh, person you recognize from any of the shows anywhere near her instagram nope okay so this is the other thing that i this is kind of what i hated about the show but made me really like it was i was so sort of sickened by the way that this group of friends talked about their group of friends only as like an old person would be sickened by it not really having anything to do with their lifestyle or these particular kids it's more that the idea that a young person in high school thinks that like their friend group is so important that like they have to like labor over keeping the friend group together and cry when somebody is like going to a different high school mm-hmm. or talking about a relationship in the friend group like it's going to be the last relationship they ever have. Yes. And that's what you're getting every single episode. It's people like having serious kids, having serious conversations about like, I just don't know if like we're going to click like that and in our future. And like if so-and-so goes to another high school, it's like it's senior year. Like, yeah. What are we? And I get it. I was there. I sort of felt the same way. I was kind of an old jaded soul in high school. Um, and so I had the information quicker than a lot of my other friends that like, "Mm, I don't think we're all going to be as (laughs) close to friends in like uh, 18 months that we think we're going to be. Yeah. Um, I knew that for some reason, but a lot of, I, I do recall a lot of my other friends not feeling that way, but, uh, it, it, for some reason gave me this like visceral reaction of like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. You think you're going to be friends with fucking Bradley in a year? Like you guys are going to go to different schools. He's going to be a surfer. Like, you know what I mean? Like you guys are going to meet one of you guys are going to meet a 25 year old guy. And then, uh, you know, there was a lot of different things that are going to go happen with this friend group. And it seems like it did happen that way, because if you look for these kids, none of them are next to each other. None of them have L.A. story on their credits like Uh Uh You know, they're clearly trying to forget about these awkward, strange times. Yep. Um, Like, Ashley, can you imagine if your junior, the summer between junior and senior year, your a camera crew followed around you and your friend group hanging out at the post office? Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, junior year, I think I had moved. Maybe had I been out, was I out of the post? Yeah, that would be, I don't talk to any of those people. Tell the folks what you were doing. um, what, What do I mean by the post office? The post office. So I grew up in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and... There was a, 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 a place downtown where all the, um, I don't know, alternative teens hung out. So there was a post office, and under the post office was a, a teen center where you could play pool and um, just play cards and stuff. And so everyone sat outside of the post office because it was above the teen center, and they smoked cigarettes. And then across the street was the um, where all the skaters hung out, and then they did ollies off the Methodist Church steps. So <laughs> we were all hanging out at the post office. We all had mohawks. We all um, had a bunch of patches and pins and homemade clothes and manic panic dyed hair. And those were the people I was hanging out with. And I don't talk to any of them. <laughs> I don't talk to a single one of them. Now, at the time, can you recall being like, wow, I can't believe I'm hanging out with the people I'll be hanging out with for the rest of my life? Um, 
no, I, I felt very sure that I was not going to be hanging out with these people for the rest of my life. And in fact, senior year, I made a big shift in who I was hanging out with and the way I was dressing. And um, I, I always had Sarah, who's like my best friend. She was always like a part of my life, but definitely like a couple of years she was in the not the background, but she was just kind of a steady Eddie. She wasn't part of my main social group. She'd be like my check-in gal. You know, I'd check in with her, and um, we just we always stayed in the loop. But senior year, I started hanging out with her more regularly and kind of ditched all the post office kids. And I remember, like, I heard this rumor that, like, these girls from the post office were pissed off at me because I what? turned my back on our on our friends on our groups and like that's not what family does and like huh. there's this whole like punk ethos so like of, the like, Caitlin of your group kind of got the other girls together and we're yeah. like Ashley's not hanging out at the post office enough yeah it was kind of this punk ethos of like once you're part of the scene you're always part of the scene and yeah. I was just like what are these what are they blood stupid? in blood out yeah yeah but cigarette in cigarette out i guess (laughs) um but it's like what are they stupid of course i'm not gonna be hanging out there forever how long did those people hang out at the post office for they continued to be a part of each other's lives no i want to know particularly were like after high school would they still hang out at the post office and play pool and shit um, like, like going into college or whatever they did. Yeah, afterwards. people would stop in, but people weren't. I don't think they were really going to college necessarily. Mm-hmm. After they all became postmen. They all became postmen. People, I think, would stop in because the po- the the street scene would also have like music night. They had a stage, so people would like their bands would play there a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I found I found um, Kate on Instagram. Oh, uh, okay. So what's what's the wonderful Kate doing? How I many, do, I'm going to say that she has 15,000 Twitter followers. On Instagram, babe. I found her on Instagram. I mean, on Instagram followers. That's what I meant. She has 4,819. That is a fucking crime. And her, um, <laughs> her like, little phrase is, a, a container of glitter and my dignity walk into a bar. And then she has a link. I just clicked on it to see where it takes me to. And it takes me to... I guess this is a blog of some kind. I can't tell. It doesn't seem that she's in college, and it doesn't seem that she talks to any of those people. And it just seems like she's traveling and having professional photos of her taken. She is wealthy, so that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, you know, I I, I kind of feel bad for some of these folks. She she was in. She's got an acting reel. Oh, here. that's good. Uh, Oh, wait. That's just her at a party. Okay, that's just her at a party. 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 That's at her dancing at a party. That's her, or Maybe she's not an actress. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel bad for these kids a little bit. Maybe they felt exploited by Awesomeness TV. Who knows? Know? And they all... Um, I can't wait because, you know, what's great is the second season... We're gonna. It's gonna be their senior year. All this stuff might change in their second season. That's and, true. And I, and I do think that we're gonna watch this second season. It was just so easy to rip through. I want to know what your high school would 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 have been like. Um, are you talking about my if like yeah. my junior and a senior year? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. My junior year of high school, mm-hmm. I was 17 years old, and I was able to drive. You get your license at at 17. It's pretty late. Yeah. In, in, but that's how New Jersey, you get a license, you get your permit at 16, license at 17. 
so I could drive. My plan was when I got my license, I was going to drive to the open mic at uh, uh, in New Brunswick at uh, the Stress Factory and perform comedy. Didn't happen that November. I think it probably happened that January. So like uh, the January of go, you know, that May, I was done with school. So like the summer going into senior year, like I was doing stand up comedy at the open mic and then afterward like when i wasn't doing that i was just like you know going to like people's houses and drinking in their backyards you know uh and then drinking in their basements um <laughs> a lot of um milwaukee's best we call it the oh beast. yeah we had a lot of beasts as well we were crushing yeah. beasts beast um, was big drink i was throwing up a lot of captain morgan spiced rum in I people's backyards i was throwing backyards. up a lot of um I think blackberry vodka, blackberry flavored vodka. Yeah. So yeah, we were doing flavored vodka too. So like Bacardi, that's rum Bacardi though, right? Yeah. So we were we were drinking a lot of flavored rum like Bacardi Limon. Yeah. Bacardi O. I will say one time in high school, um, I got paid to like feed someone's cats, a neighbor's cats. Mm -hmm. Sarah, who was mentioned earlier, was spending the night that hey, night. Hey Sarah. Hey Sarah. And we went over to this person's house to feed the cats. They had a liquor cabinet. Okay, and there in that liquor cabinet was Bacardi rum. Um, just straight up Bacardi. Mm -hmm, just straight up Bacardi. We drank a little bit of it, then we filled it with water. You yeah. know the classic move. But we drank a little bit of it, and we were like, "That is so gross." I think we both got sick. But I'm talking off like a shot. Yeah, yeah it was like nothing. And then Folks, I never had rum, rum again. Is disgusting. I never hey. had rum again. Okay, so here I was about to tell this story. Yeah. So probably that same year, uh, junior year or senior year or whatever. I mixed, there was, we had, you just think of things and you think like, they're going to be great. Idea. It was Bacardi vanilla. Yeah. Like it was the vanilla flavor. That's already disgusting. That's nasty. Yeah. You know, it might even have been a vodka, like uh, a flavored vanilla yeah. flavored vodka. And that was the year that they started bottling vanilla Coke. Yeah. I had a big mug. This was in my own backyard in Hazlitt, New Jersey, 9 Fairview Lane. What up, what up? I filled up like half the glass with vanilla vodka or vanilla rum, whatever Ew. it was, and then half the glass with vanilla Coke. Ew. Ashley, it I can never drink vanilla Coke again. I won't ever drink vanilla you got Coke. So sick. It thinking about it, I often think about it. Like when I taste like a really bad vanilla extract, like too strong, I think about me drinking, like pounding this glass Ew. and getting so sick. I threw up after having two huge glasses of Captain Morgan and Coke in the back of my friend's house in uh, East Keens, West Keensburg, and I could never, ever drink rum again. Let's see. I, I swore off a lot of different alcohols that year because I would just throw – I was throwing up from drinking alcohol on like Friday, Saturday night, pretty much every single week. We were going to like um, – we were going – we would go to like a lot of the football games and then we would go to the party. I was friends with a lot of people on my football team. I was friends with a lot of people on uh, the other high schools. So I was going to a lot of like – games like after party games and i would like stay over my friends houses their parents were gone for some reason i was funneling that that's beer bonging whatever you call it this is what we found out that year we would just pour as many we would see how many beers we could put in God. in the funnel and like we would do like six beers like at your once. brain wasn't fully developed so listen to this <laughs> then what we would do is we would pour a shot at the top 
and because you couldn't really taste the shot. And then one time we were funneling all these beers at my friend uh, Mike Sheldon's house. What up, Shelly, if you're listening to this? Um, and we're funneling all these beers, right? I go, um, some uh, my friend Chopper, okay? Chopper Hayes. What up, Frank Hayes? I hope you're doing well. Chops goes to pull another Coors Light out to put it in the top of the beer funnel. And he had already put like two or three in there. He was holding it, but he wanted to do the rest of them. And we were very drunk. And he goes and he puts the two in. He puts a shot in. He sees another Coors. He pulls it. It's not a Coors. It's one of Shelly's mom's Slim Fasts. Put it in, baby. Cracked it. Put it in. It was like... Four Coors Lights, a shot of vodka, no. and a Slim Fast. Ew. Okay, Ashley, it goes down the tube. Good, 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 good. He goes all the way. We're cheering. It goes back up the tube pink. <laughs> <laughs> it went down clear, back up the tube pink. Oh. I'll never forget that. Down, back up, pink. Ew. Yeah, and puke came out the top. <laughs> yep. Very uncomfortable night's sleep that night. I didn't do it. It was a friend of mine, um, Chops. What up, Chops? I hope you're doing good. Um, so that's what I. So I'm. We're. I'm sharing these stupid stories because that's what was going on with me that exact year. That they're like, should we go to Iho? Ohio? Yeah. Iho. Should we go to Ohio and like have a friend's giving? Yeah. And it's just like, oh, uh, you fucking idiots. Are you not drink? You're not funneling beers somewhere in somebody's basement? They must be. They're young, hot teens. Yeah. They have to be. Anyway, so that's what was going on with me. Plus, I was already like, that. when I mentioned earlier, I was like, I kind of already knew the jig was up with all my friends, like being like, we're probably not going to be that close in a couple of years. Yeah. Because I was doing stand-up with like 35-year-olds at like an open mic, that's like so depressed weird. New Jersey guys. Yeah. And like they would just like talk to me like I was a normal person, even though I was like 17 years old, because I looked older. I probably looked like I was like 21. I could tell that all of the the punks, the, the uh, post office kids, all the punks in the skaters i could tell that they never moved away and my big goal was to get out of north carolina so like i knew i was like we're not going to be friends forever you know because i have to get out of here and they all stay i had the exact same feeling i was like i'm gonna move to new york city like as soon as i can as soon as possible um and i did uh, and uh, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. That's about been this the show. show, folks. But I do want to say that this show is kind of fun. I can't wait to watch second Pop season. Pop the shit on. We're gonna watch another season of it. We'll probably come back and talk about it. Probably not a full episode. We'll probably pair it with something else. Now that I know that we don't have much to say about it's it. It's twenty minute apps, y'all. Just Pop a few on. It's it's if you're an old person like us, it's very interesting yep. to kind of watch these youth and they their the ideas, the idealistic uh, viewpoints of these kids as if they're going to be friends forever and that these stupid hookups make any sense. Uh, I guess we should before we close it out just talk about our favorite characters on the show. We already talked about Kate. We didn't talk about Jackson at all. Wow, we didn't talk about Jackson at all. And I just want to mention this, and I don't want to talk about it too much. Jackson. A, a boy who uh, three episodes was 17 and like two or three episodes. He had his birthday. He was 18. Ashley has a huge crush on him. He's he my 17. fave. <laughs> He's my fave. What can I say? Why do you, what, what's it about Jackson that you that you liked? I don't know. He's just cool. He's got good style. <laughs> Ashley loves Jackson. He seems like down to earth. Um, he's yeah. just got good style. No, he does have really good style and he seems chill. And he might yeah. be the most wealthy out of all of them, but like sneaky wealthy. 
which I kind of appreciate. Yeah, same. I just like Jackson. He's all the other dudes are like gross. <laughs> like they're all like gross and they have acne and they're just like and Jackson's yeah. just like chill. Yeah, he's just relaxed. Yeah. He, and he seems to do cool stuff. He yeah. went to like I think he went to Taiwan for the summer or something like Thailand. that. Thailand. Yeah. He's just like doing cool shit. Cool rich kid shit. Yeah. And he just seems like he has it together. They're all rich kids yeah. is the thing. But some of them are like gross, pimply, pussy rich kids who just seem like idiots. Bradley's like likes himself way too much. I, I, I think the thing what you're catching on to here, or what you're picking up on is th- the rest of the boys are very fratty. Yeah. They're very frat boys. Yes. Jackson is like a hipster. Yes. And then that's what separates. You're 100% right. Style, baby. Yep. Okay, folks. Now that is the show. Thank you for listening to us. Please do us a a favor. If you like our podcast, well, why don't you rate it five stars on the Apple Podcasts app? That really helps us out. As you know, it's our lifelong dream to get to 100 reviews. And it's only, we've only been doing this for about 85 episodes more. And we have like, what? 50 reviews come on guys yeah. i know we're a low we're, we're, we're we can we're, do it we're, we're not we're not uh we're not mark Marin. we get it but we're also want to continue to provide this for you guys and it really does help us uh morale wise when you guys show us that you like us by rating us so totally. do that if you feel like it write a little something nice we love to hear that if you want to recommend a cool show for us to watch any reality show at all that you're like this is a weird one maybe they'll like to watch that please we're begging you email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com you can also dm us at realityblowspod you can find ashley on twitter at ashley b roberts and i do instagram you can find me at nick maritato that's n-i-c-k-m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o um and folks uh tune in on thursday we will uh, have recapped the uh, second episode of The Challenge, season 34, which airs on Wednesday night. I hope you guys are watching that because you know we're excited for the second episode. We loved the first episode. Um, and uh, that's all we got for you today, folks. So uh, thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye.